champagne no we're not drinking champagne what are we drinking we're drinking a shot a fireball without ice cubes because of course i have the fireball you bring a quarter of a bottle of wine only for yourself and then you're complaining because you can't have cubes in it i want to see you take a sip of that i've never seen you drink fireball (laughs) i like it I don't like it in eggnog, no. But does it burn? No. I'm more hardcore than you think I am. I think you're the fire, I'm the ball. <laughs> Together we're... Fire Fireball. And the ball. Good God. <laughs> it's a new year, but we're the same oh my God. crazy people. Is this thing on? It's working. So I think it's time for you, I hear, through the grapevine... That you're a backstabber, <laughs> that you're a transphobic, that you are. What else have you been called just recently? Hmm. Well, why don't we just start Wasn't with that? Those? Enough. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just start with those? Let's 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 address the the transphobic in the room. To me, it just sort of seems odd because your best friend is transgender. Anya, your new close friend is transgender, mm-hmm. Armani, Christina Armani. You're a former Miss Continental. Yes. It's important to throw that in there. And gorgeous, besides. Your drag mother is transgender. Shout out to Nadira Desmond Vega. So I'm confused as to why you're being labeled as transphobic. Enlighten me, enlighten them. <laughs> Starting off the new year with a big old bang. So here's the thing we're doing at Showbar. This is the way I want to explain this. And then, so in a couple of weeks, the show is going to be a year old. We've gone through some ups and downs. And it, just like a new business, what do they tell you? It takes a year or two before you make money or before you figure out your plan or what you're doing. Well, because it's, a, it's ever evolving. Right. Or at least it's evolving over a period of time to where you find your groove and then you decide, okay, this is what's working, especially when you're dealing with an audience. This is what the audience is looking to see by monitoring week after week, exactly. day after day, what it is that they come out for, what it is that they couldn't care less about. And I think we finally got this down to the T. Like, we want it to be between me being the sole per- not. Well, kind of the sole producer of the show on Sundays. And then... Well, you are. With Anya Jacobs' input as, you know, Outrageous City and all and, everything entertainment at Chill. And your flamboyance. Our best thing is that we figured out is we want now serving the children to be the umbrella. Right. But we want these different things to be represented every Sunday. So now serving the children is... Perfect. It's a wonderful show. It's so the that big makes umbrella. Sense. Yeah. You know, um, Kamora Black from Drag Race hosts one week. Jasmine Masters has something to say, and it's her week. We go a different direction on the fourth week with Slay, and we go towards the Dragula kind of crowd with Bitch Pudding, and 
Kiara and all these. So we thought, why not the first Sunday? Let's do something different to bring something different. Let's do an all-inclusive trans show. So needless to say, we had one. Well, it's not an all-inclusive trans show. It's a trans show. Okay. You're trying to make um, now the now serving the children um, all inclusive. Yes. So you wanted to have an all trans show. Correct. One Sunday a month, which in theory sounded like a good idea. But one of the things that you brought up was that age Asia SF coming to is town coming at the same to, time is, is starting in and is on the verge of opening. So nobody knew, but I mean, I gave that to um. I gave that respect to Anya's being trans, you know, my best, mm-hmm. my best girlfriend in this town. I gave her that respect saying, hey, I get it. The show is kind of your brainchild. We're all part of it. But it was kind of your brainchild. Cool. Fine. I get it. Let's try it. Well, they used to say it worked once because, um, and that was December because. Well, the bottom line was, yes, you, you said, let's try it and all that. Regardless, what anybody said in the beginning, I think maybe it wasn't said. But what I'm thinking where I grew up, God, I, I'm going to go all over the place. I'm going to try to organize my thoughts. Yeah. But I grew up 26 years ago when I first knew. Welcome to my world. And the drag world was, I went through this and had this in my notes, but I don't need to be reading them because I know them. But 90% of the drag that I learned was trans. This is what I was watching. At, you know, 19, 20 years old, seeing my first drag shows, I was watching trans performers. That's what I was watching. That's what I grew up on. That's what inspired me Okay, because to be a drag queen. Okay. Now, I'm not sure that I totally understand that. And if I don't totally understand that, that maybe our listeners won't. But, I mean, is it all, is a trans show all about the girls just out there shaking their titties in front of the audience. and Because what I want to tell you, and she's going to be our newest listener, you know, my new neighbor, Christina, a.k.a. Armani. Right. She gave me this in-depth story about how she was brought up and how she was whatever. And she said to me, I never felt the need to feature my breasts. And she's classy. And here's the thing. She's a trained dancer. So that makes a big difference. That's where this comes down to. But here's what I'm telling you. But doesn't that go along with, like, we were listening to one of the... One of the drag performers tonight singing um, um, the song from Gypsy Rose, or from mm-hmm. Gypsy. Lip-syncing it. Yeah, well, but Gypsy Rose Lee mm-hmm. was a stripper who did not, who didn't take her clothes off or anything. She revealed strategically. That was her gimmick. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. In their position, I can identify, but I don't know what it's like to live that life and to be... right. I only know what that's like to be a gay man and be discriminated. I, so it's but that, similar, but it's way different. Sure. But I then, get it. But then that goes back to, um, I guess I'm a cis, you're a cis, C-I-S. Right. I don't know what that means necessarily, but I guess it's not transgender. We are not allowed to talk about transgender individuals. We're not allowed to speculate. How are we going to be educated ever? But that's, or... but that's my whole point. That, I was thinking about that. So, I mean, maybe we're skipping ahead here. and A little bit. We'll yeah. All over, but... So then why don't you... I can either share my opinion, you can cut and paste it in where it's appropriate, or why don't you continue on with this with this with the dialogue, and then I'll share my opinion exactly about what you well, just that, said about education. Well, that was just my intro. This is where I came from. This is what I saw. This is at 19 years old, seeing my drag mother on stage for the first time. And yes... 
Some of them featured their breasts. Some of them didn't. Some of them were growing them. Some of them were taking hormones or some were going to hotel parties where they got shot up with silicone, not even knowing what was in it. I mean, very close to home when I watched Pose, this, the first season, very close to home. That's I was kind of a baby seeing a lot of that going on. But I thought transgender women are not considered drag queens. On stage, they have to be okay with being called that. They have to know when you're, if you're just in an all-inclusive show, and here's the thing, I can guarantee you, when the show comes this Sunday, and it's, we're not having a trans show because we decided it's better. We, we've, we're just going to be all-inclusive anyways. But our every, mom's going to be in it. She's in it. Her good friend, Tulsi, who's also a big, Miss Con- former Miss Continental. Not Tulsi Gabbard. Danny don't. Kay. They're all, I can almost guarantee you, I don't know Tulsi, but I know Christina slash Armani. So I'm thinking, because I know her and I know Danny, that if you're on stage at a quote-unquote drag show, Yes, they're assuming. And I think it's changed a lot the last couple of years because of these prosthetic breastplates. I could wear one of those in New York next week. And some guys might really just think, oh my God, Jayla's so pretty. And she. Yeah, and let me you, just. It just changes the whole game. I know, but let me just say this about that. It's almost like I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, but this is a boy under there. They've got this huge two mounds of silicone <laughs> strapped to their chest. I don't want it's to say- just something that was created years ago to make that step a different. I know. But the old school. I don't want to sound judgmental 20, or anything, but it sort ago. of is a little creepy. Like I told you before, or maybe I haven't, my friend Billy, aka Alicia, and this was back in the 1980s, transgender, male to female, and she was taking birth control pills to make her boobies grow. Granted, I've heard that was a granted, shortcut or a yeah. cheater or... She know. had bee stings. But I mean, at least they were, it you know, something. they were boobies and she was proud to show them. And you know what, of course, she's living her truth. And that's what I understand about transgender and I admire and appreciate that everybody deserves to live their truth. And I guess I understand people living their truth when they strap on big mounds of silicone on their chest... But I guess maybe I'm just old-fashioned. I prefer to see the drag queens stuffing their their breasts with... Um, Pantyhose or, or socks, socks or whatever. Or like right. Jersey used to use... Um, um, Birdseed. Li- no, little basketballs that you buy in the toy store. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess maybe am I still just old school, even though I'm new to this whole um, drag queen No, but thing? Here, here's the point I want to make to, to cinch this topic, because it still might be confusing right now. So when, when you know, I'm producing a show... And this is what's going to be had. The first, the first one was great, but when you move forward, and then um, it wasn't all, great. All it, of a sudden, it okay, wasn't, it wasn't great. Okay, but let me just finish this thought. Okay. So then, when you see uh, the lineup for the next one, a boy who you pointed out to me wasn't necessarily trans in whatever sense of the word, but what we were talking about was female to male trans, or even. That's, and you corrected me and said, I don't think he is. So we did our research. We find out, no. So all that to me. Oh, you did do the research on my it? My job as oh, the producer oh, of the show was just to oppose the question to who's hosting this. How does this work into? And then you're going to accuse people in this community of being ignorant. But this is where you need to recognize this is where I don't know. So educate me. Don't call me ignorant. No, don't. Educate me. You are ignorant. You are ignorant. 
And ignorant is not an is not a bad word. Okay. Ignorant means okay, fine. that I'm not stupid. Maybe I'm not, ignorant. Exactly. Because I you're don't not, know. You're not stupid. We're ignorant if we need to be educated. And that's where I was coming from. Okay. But one of the things that um, brought up as well, which um, I understand to a certain degree, she's indicating, okay, there's an umbrella of transgender. And under transgender, you can have non-binary, you can have gay, you can have... Female to male, male to female. Blah, blah, blah. You can have all these things under the transgender umbrella. And it doesn't always work that way. You can be a non-binary person, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're transgender. That just means that you are in a position where you're not choosing a sex. You're just, I guess for lack of a better way to put it, sort of in a limbo-ish type situation where you're not identifying as either one. So if you're having an all-transgender show and you're billing it as male to female, all showing their boobies to various degrees, and then you've got this one boy who was born a boy who seems to just want to identify as non-binary, which there's nothing absolutely wrong with that, and is a fabulous entertainer, and he does, what is it that you called it, boylesque, which I've seen, and he's excellent at that too. That's not what you're looking for, for from my understanding. For specific branding of that exactly. night. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So instead of, okay, I was proposed with, well, I'm not going to cancel. If you're going to change things, you need to cancel. So I discuss with the higher-ups. This was not even solely my decision. I'm a third of this decision, but I'm producing the show. So I come back with the answer. Okay, this is great. I think we would love to have this entertainer on a different night. It would be perfect for the bitch pudding, Dracula. It's funky, chunky. It's all kinds of different. No offense to what we're doing. Why would I make offense to the show that I'm producing? Right. See, I think... I'm not trying to make that show something against anything. We just want to... See, I got the impression, and this is just me on the outside looking in, that it was decided by all of you guys. It was a... You... A third, a third, and a third. That's right. And maybe two-thirds have a little bit more um, influence in what happens as opposed to your one-third, which I sort of see is happening. Not a good thing, not a bad thing. It just sort of is the way that it is. The way that I was seeing it from the outside looking in, it was just kind of like, first of all, this person doesn't belong in this show the way that it was set up originally. Because again, I go back to... If I mean, you're... To, and to me, it would be no different. Let me throw this in because this is important here. If I'm going to do a theme show, Glamour and Gowns, guess what? There's certain queens, drag queens, that I probably wouldn't ask. Right. I wouldn't ask Anita Treadmill. Right. I probably might not ask Misbehaven. No offense to you guys, because I'm going to put you in the next show when it's a theme. Right. That, right. But this theme, this brand, this idea for this night just isn't for that. But that doesn't mean anybody's phobic against it. And I do have to point out at this time, I was never accused by this person of being transphobic. She decided to go to my transgender sister and tell her that I'm transphobic. This is still never came come to my ears or my attention 
from her. But then again... Which I think is still really cowardly. But the Facebook post indicated that Chilbar is transphobic. But it didn't say that. Are you really... Like That's I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she thought to be really careful and clever with her words because my nobody's name is in there. No, nobody's name is and in there. And then it, was it says something about this is by no means in order to bash this bar or it's impl- maybe we should just read it for the audience. <laughs> well, if you can pull it up and see, then we can correct it right now. I mean, we 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 want to say what's legitimate and not put words in people's mouths. So if it wasn't. Because maybe I was reading it through the lens of this is what I heard she called you indirectly to somebody else. It's a frozen post. That's what I like to call them. As an, yeah, enter- as an entertainer, she's wonderful. Exactly. I mean, Absolutely. We're, we're not taking anything away from her ability to be the, an entertainer. And- maybe it's just the experience and that. Because running a show and being part of one are two different things. Uh, they really are. In the meantime, while we go over this post, this is a perfect time to take a short little break. And while you do that, write down beautyandtheshrink at gmail.com and send us your emails, send us your questions, send us your concerns, send us your gripes for all that matters. And we'll be right back with you in just a minute. This episode is brought to you by Pyromedia Network. Pyromedia Network is a progressive moving platform to give a voice to those who feel don't have one. PMN's core mission is to provide a safe and positive creative space for creatives to flourish to their highest potential. For more information, please visit www.pyromedianetwork.com. So you're, I think you're, uh, no, I don't think, I, you're right. It was implied mm-hmm. that Chill Bar is transphobic based on her talking about cisgender folks mm-hmm. and ignorance and not trying to understand the culture of transgender, which now goes back to what I was going to say. But I feel like this is a how dare you talk about... Well, then, I'm I'm one of your biggest supporters, so what do you mean, how dare I talk about it? Or, this is how we learn. And that's that's what I'm having a problem with. In this post here... It indicates that, you know, certain people are ignorant, okay? I don't take offense to the word ignorant. Um, That there needs to be education involved. And nobody's disputing that when, in fact, this person deliberately posted this message, Nikki did, (laughs) to say, I've resigned from (laughs) Chill Bar Palm Springs Mm -hmm. because of, as she says... The lack of ignorance in our community like trans issues that we're dealing with today. So in my mind, putting two and two together and coming up with my four, this message in conjunction with what you've heard her say to people you know about being transphobic, Mm -hmm. this message reads as if she's calling transphobic out there. But what Mm -hmm. she's not realizing is that she's being she's being counterproductive in this in this Facebook post. If it's all about education, then why not stay instead of resign? Get your tail between your legs and run the other way. That's right. Or run across town. Uh, well, unless <laughs> I mean, unless of course this person had an ulterior maybe it was motive. So, maybe it was pre planned. Yes. Maybe there was an ulterior motive to quitting. Maybe there was mm-hmm. an insight that something was written in the wind that maybe your show wasn't going to be 
carried on. I don't know. But the way this is written, it is deliberately, because I love this part where she said, this is not a post to bash the right. venue or their employees. <laughs> this is simply an educational post that I do not and will not stand for ignorance to the community. First of all, her grammar leaves a lot to be oh. desired. But the fact is, if there's a lot of education that being, that that's, needs to be involved, please bring it on. Don't I, run away. Yeah, I stay and educate. I want the education. What what is it that if you're concerned about the ignorance, stay and do something about it. That's exactly right. Because we ignorant people want to teach us now. Oh, I'll be just fine. I'll learn from Anya, and I'll learn from Lena, and I'll learn from girls in the com our community that live here and know what this community is about. Well, clearly, I, 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 anybody who who knows what's going on a little bit, it stemmed from you as the production manager saying that this is the way that it's going to be so it all falls just it it fell back on you rescheduling not asking you to do anything if one stops to look at it like i just got done saying there's an ulterior motive because you notice that she posted i'll be at this mm -hmm. venue and this venue well that this happened venue. quick Right, that exactly. happened really quick. Well, but that's true. <laughs> so I can be at this venue and this venue and this venue if I'm not at Chill Bar. Mm -hmm. So mm, what can I use to get myself out of that particular obligation so that I can go over here? But you, but but if you stop and think about it, it works to everybody's benefit because right. the transgender show wasn't working anyway. But this is, is exactly the reason identity. why my wrist was slapped so hard by her because... This is the ignorance she's talking about, and I'm open to it. Tell, tell me, teach me. What what ignorance are you that's, talking about? That's why I go back to 1992 when I'm seeing performers with breasts. Business. You're allowed to be whatever you want to be. Yeah, that Chill Bar saw the direction of what they had planned to do, and like then not goes, necessarily. But it goes back to Armani. Armani is a woman, and Armani doesn't flaunt. And I know nothing about Armani's she personal life. She does flaunt the essence of a woman, exactly. not about anything. I understand that. And I don't know how many of our listeners know anything about um, Finocchio's, which was a a, a, fa a famous, um, I don't want to say club. Um, I can't even Cabaret. remember. It was, it, was a, it was a huge venue, but it was all transgender um, performers. So how... Because, like, I swear, I want to swear that um, Dolly Levi worked there, too. Dolly Levi, I can see and working there. She's a man. There. I can see. She's not transgendered. I can see Dolly Levi working there. I mean, she lives as a man. Yeah. I'm not saying. I, okay. I, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that I know There that, might have been exceptions. Yeah. You're I, saying the majority was. But I'm not saying that. The, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe that's a good way to put it. But. How often were, did you go there? Only one time. Was that when you lived? In the Bay Area? No, it was when I lived in San Diego, and I oh. went to San Francisco. This was before I was 21, and I was allowed to get in there when I went with Paul. Part of... Uh, Parking lot Paul? Yes. <laughs> and a lot of the straight men would go there and oogle the women. I get it. I think it was, maybe then, too, it changed through the years, or I don't... And Dolly Levi, you're saying she worked there, too? I'm pretty sure I've heard yeah. her tell stories about it, too. But see, I could see Dolly Levi um, working there. And, and I'm not suggesting that these women lived their... It wasn't all-inclusive. They, they didn't live their lives... I'm pretty sure Asia SF... 24-7. Will Asia, be that way. Yeah, it's Asia, pretty yeah. inclusive, too. Right. right.
I don't want to say her name because it's not important, but you've seen her in the show. She's new to town, whatever. I thought she was one of the ones that was maybe moving here and relocating for that. And she asked me on Sunday, Jayla, oh my God, you know everybody. Da, 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 da. Can you, are, do you know if Asia SF is hiring? Because I know you know everything. I'm like, is she a transgender? She's living that, yes. Okay. And I just explained that to her. I said, I don't think think it would be an issue for you but I know I, all I do know is you have to audition you don't fill out an application and get hired Anya could be in, in Asia S exactly and and it's so that's what I mean dynamic that's yeah. what I mean so right. I, t- I didn't tell her anything that I didn't know but I said look into auditioning or I'm not sure if they're full and they've hired everybody they're hiring or you know whatever but go for it do it it doesn't hurt <laughs> this is these are my peanuts you don't know I was planning on snacking on them later Oh, shit. Now I guess I'm going to have to just eat those two donuts I bought earlier. I can run to 7-Eleven and get yeah. you some. It's not serious. No, that's okay. But, like, anyway, with Beach Blanket Babylon um, coming to a close. Actually, it closed because it closed on New Year's. But I saw that back in the day when the two sisters were headlining the whole Beach Blanket Babylon. And, again, that was before I turned 21. And when I lived in San Diego and went to San Francisco, it might even about been around the same time as the Pinocchio time. I don't know. But we were talking about the fact that even though they may not be hiring or for permanent people, um, Val Diamond, who at one point was the headliner of Beach Blanket Babylon, when the, sis- when the sisters were there, she was a bit singer and only sang one song. And I'm not sure of the timing, but then after the sisters left, the disgruntled sisters, who I, from what I understood, later sued Steve Silver. Is that the name of um, Beach Blanket Babylon? I don't remember. You're asking me? Yeah, Kathy and I were talking about that. I know Beach Blanket Bingo with Annette Funicello and something. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know Beach Blanket Babylon from San Francisco? Where did I grow up? It's an institution. Where did I grow up? Your gay card needs to be taken away from you. On the right whole away. other Give side of me. the country. Give me your gay card right now. Have you ever been to... You've uh, never give, oh you've my God. Never, you've never seen the movie Cabaret. You had never seen... Um, okay, we're not talking about movies. No, I'm talking, talking about... We're talking about the, institutions. I'm talking about the fact that you need to give your gay card over because... Have you ever even, been to the Parliament House in Orlando, Florida? What the hell is that? Oh my God, you guys take his gay card away. <laughs> Because everybody on that side of the country knows what that is. I'm, I'm sure that... Every- Christina, he doesn't know what the Parliament House is. <laughs> Shout how do, out. How do you know Finocchio's, but you don't know Beach Blanket Babylon? Because I've been here just long enough to hear some of these older queens talk about Finocchio's. Beach Blanket Babylon. I mean, Finocchio's closed I know, Tranny a long, Shack. long time ago. You're not supposed to say that word. Tranny Shack is the name of a show. Oh my God. <laughs> I know what that is. I don't even... What? Tranny Shack? No. Okay, you cannot have lived in the Bay Area and don't know what that is. I know the lobster shanty. I saw the truck when I was driving <laughs> on the street um, today on Palm Canyon. Just not ever heard of Tranny Shack. <laughs> I know what the Boo Boo Brothers are. They were at Chill Bar one time. See, the I bo- win. When it comes Boulay to institutions, Brothers. I win. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> you get one. Beach and blanket. Blah, blah, blah. And as I will demonstrate in my new segment that's coming up, Live to Tell, I know quite a lot. <laughs> I know where the bar- bodies are buried. Okay, so it doesn't matter, but I just have to say, like, um, the Parliament House is Orlando, Florida. It's like what, it's the equivalent to um, All Worlds. 
but it's ten times as big. And it's if for all hotel. you don't know what All Worlds is, it's a place where homos go and get naked and do everything under the sun or under the stars or whatever. But what is so much better about Parliament House versus here, if you're not interested in that stuff, like at 20 years old, I wasn't. So I could go into the bar and see a drag show and go to the dance floor. In the bar, and it's you a were big, 20. Well, I worked at Disney World. We had like... Ways of, okay, no, I was 21 or 22. Oh. Never mind. So the, the freaky deekies could go to the hotel and cut, they'd cat call over the balcony at you. And if you didn't want to be interested in all that playtime, then you could go in the bar and watch a drag show. You know what that actually it doesn't, but remember when we watched The Ritz? Doesn't yes. it sort of sound like that? It varies. You, it is very yeah. formatted after and, that. And you have all the rooms where you can go and you can get your freak on and all that stuff. But then. You also have the lounge where the pool is, and you can see a show. That was the old Continental Baths. And that's kind of what. But have they you just, heard of that before? Yes, but they oh. just expanded on that in Orlando. Well, how is it that you haven't heard of Beach Blanket Babylon, I, but you've heard of the old Continental Baths? Because I've heard New you York. talk about it. Me? I've heard you talk about it in the movies and the Ritz, and oh, okay, you've brought them up. Oh, okay. Like you've never been but to I a bathhouse before, But I don't have think you, you could have went there when you were 17 in New York. That's the only time you were there, right? I wasn't alive when I when the Continental Baths were around. Oh, okay. Never mind then. That's Bette. That was Bette Midler. Okay. Bette Midler worked You in were the... alive. <laughs> you just wouldn't have been able to be there. Bette Midler worked in the Continental Baths and Barry Manilow See, was her piano Well, there's player. your answer. That's how I know about him. You didn't know that? Yes. Because I told you. But I didn't associate bet and continental bass, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Like in the movie but The Ritz. Googie Gomez's character in The Ritz Space after was sort of a riff on Bette Midler in the continental bass. That's where Bette got her start. Yes. And Barry Manilow was her piano player in the bathhouse. I knew all that. Yes. But then again, for so long, nobody, wink, wink, knew that Barry Manilow was a big homo. <clears throat> Just like they never knew Charles Nelson Riley was a big homo. <laughs> And who else was a big homo? George Michael and... Well, I didn't know that he uh, was gay. Okay, then maybe that jumps to my generation, because I did. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. To this day, I still don't know. Was the other part of Wham... His boyfriend. It yes. was his boyfriend? Really? Andrew... Oh. Something. Oh. Yes. I didn't know. Couple. Well, I was naive, so I did not know. I had no and idea. And then jump to the next generation, Savage Garden. I know you at least heard that no. group. No. They were a duo too, and as soon as they, the music stopped, everybody's like, "What happened? They broke up, you dorks! They can't make music together anymore." What about Willie Manilli or Willie, you know, um, what, it, what? I wanna stand with you oh, on the mount. That. That's yeah. that's oh, yeah. But who's to say? Uh, we've we've heard rumors that Madonna and Britney and all those other they ones lip sync when they live, get... but they're recording it in the studio. Yeah, with all the filters. Millie Vanilli didn't to make even it... ever record that. They were just models. Yes, I understand that. Yes. But when you get a Madonna and you get a Janet Jackson and you get a Britney Spears in the studio, right. you've got all this equipment. They don't know how to Anybody sing can... at all. You could sing beautifully in a studio. I could. Madonna got a vocal coach so she to could do it in a Vita. I think that's different. But I but the way that I look at it a is it's an admission that I can't sing good so enough. Therefore I... What she said in her interview was, I can't sing good enough on my own 
to pull that off. So she knew she needed help. So she was basically admitting that because she's when a she's in the studio soon. in the eighties singing like I'm, of course they tuned in yeah. auto and of course yeah, I know same with Britney. I I saw Janet Jackson concert and the bitch can't project right. You can't she hear has the her. singing and the talent. It's in her blood. Yeah, but course, right. to see it live is just not what they're mm-hmm. banking on. No. She well, honestly, they do bank on her. The... You can't hear her because she can't. I mean, she can sing. But then sing. why don't they just turn it up louder? That's what I was wondering as well, too. Hmm. But at the concert, she, you could not hear her because if she tried to go to a certain volume... She can. It doesn't that make be the sense. Sound she can, man's job, she can only sing or carry a tune. You must have saw a really bad concert because I get what you're saying, but they shouldn't. That doesn't make sense. Why the? It was a concert she was why doing. Why the sound in man isn't? It was a concert making she was her doing sound good. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? No, I stay in my lane. This is not my. This is not my lane. Okay, now we have hiccups. Can you sing? Do a dear. Just try it. No. <laughs> you won't even try. I knew it. Well, because I know how to stay in my lane. <laughs> you wouldn't even just humor me and the people just say, Doe, dear. No. <laughs> Why? Why? I want to hear I've heard you sing. I've heard you duck around and sing, but yeah. I can't even think what it would have been. No. No. I mean, that's the same way that I feel about Scott saying, can you teach me how to sing? I mean, all Stupid. crap aside, it was kind of cute. <laughs> it just kind of made me giggle. Like, why do you want to? But you know what I wanted to ask you? Why does it seem like people are coming out of the woodwork to find out why you, Jayla, have not booked them in a drag show? Even what, if we're what, sisters? What do I have to do with any of that stuff? <laughs> Do these people think that I have influence over you as to who you decide to book in your shows? Isn't there a difference between influence influence over and influence? Because if you had influence over me, people might want to believe that you tell me who to book in the show. You mean, but kind, of, you mean kind of like I have a picture of you with a donkey and and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I use it as blackmail to get people yes. booked in um, in a show? Yeah, oh my God, okay. you just made me think of a whole story today that happened. But anyway, so yes, versus influence me, yes, sometimes you do, but it's not regular. Like I you... thought I had more influence over, to a certain degree, over, okay, I like that number. Maybe you might want to think about doing that number for me, or it's not even... It's not even about you. I can say it to other performers who we know and say, oh, I love that number. You know, like, shout out to um, I know you Lily wanted, White for, you know, really... You wanted the Rocky... Doing, you said something about the Rocky number. You, you were giving me some hint about the Rocky number for your birthday. But you have to understand... If you mean I, the, Ush, Ash, the Usherette number? Yeah. Why didn't you do that for Because my you birthday? have to understand when I want to do that... That's a whole different costume. That's a whole prop to have to be built. And I just didn't... And I'm not worth it? No, but I just didn't have time. It's kind of like my niece. She got me nothing for Christmas, and then when I confront her, no. oh yeah, I'm a bad person. I couldn't think of what to get you, so I didn't get you anything. That is literally on my list, but I need to plan getting that stuff together. I can't just do that wearing a... No, you've got to do blah, it Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what I mean. And you've got to get the makeup done right, too. I've got my Jamie Donnelly... Um, <laughs> Pictures See? so that you can do the makeup. So when you suggest something like that, I'm not going to just do it on the drop of a hat because it's not going to be 
Okay, that's fine. Genuine. So let's real. just... So let, anyway. Okay, so let's put a pin in that because I thought of something else that we were talking about earlier today. It's a good peanut. Asking our listeners, what do you think about RuPaul's Drag Race and having guests on the show that are past, current RuPaul girls? I don't have access or context for all the... Not even... Probably... There's over 150 of them now that have been on the show, but I have enough... Yeah, because to the, get some good ones, sure, maybe the, as a guest. The two that I could um, see off the top of my well, head would be Morgan McMichaels and Angina. I would love to have them on there. Because so much to talk about with them. Kamora. Such great opinions by them. Kamora is very intelligent. Like, to sit down and, like, have real discussions with her. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I mean... I think Morgan and and Jasmine Masters. I mean, these are just our regular. See, and for some girls, they chill, but I don't even associate them with being RuPaul girls, and yet they are. Right. So, see, I don't, I don't know that much about it. I just have my favorites, Angina and Morgan. So, yes, I think it would be fantastic, but I think it would also be interesting and helpful for the listeners maybe to send us an email or whatever um, at what's our email address. Beauty and the Shrink at gmail.com. And let us know if there are any other RuPaul girls that you'd like to hear from. I don't know that RuPaul and I would <laughs> click. <laughs> what if it was you, me, RuPaul, and Michelle? I can't, I, to be honest with you, I can't stand her for some reason. I just, she's too but much. She's very bit. smart. She's very. I don't know, and maybe in real you, life... You probably just... You're judging that from seeing her on TV. Maybe so. Maybe so. Because I think it's different when she's just real. See, the sense that I get when from her... When she's talking about her kids and her husband, it's a whole different, like... Yeah, but the sense that I get from her on the show is that I'm RuPaul's best friend, and so therefore I can say and do anything I want to. You know, but one of the... Speaking of Angina, one of the things... and. And see, I don't know that many Rue girls, but I've had the opportunity to sort of, you know, not really have conversations with Angina, you know, outside of the scene. But, you know, she sat with me like at the show and um, we've had little conversations. You guys a little bit. And she represents someone who can make herself vulnerable. Mm -hmm. She can say, Oh yeah. okay, I'm season one. I get up here. I do my thing. From my perspective, you know, everybody loves her. And wants to hear what she has to say. And then coming and sitting by me saying, I'm really nervous because mm -hmm. I haven't been here in a while. And I want to make sure I'm not falling flat or Forgotten something. or whatever. And right. the wonderful thing is, is that she's being vulnerable. And, and they I, didn't. And I love it. No, she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And the audience was waiting for her to come back. It's the energy. And she plays to the audience really, really well. And you know what? I don't care if I hear it the... It sucks, though. That I, feeling I when you feel that. Yeah, I know. But it, uh, <laughs> correct me if my perspective is wrong, but you're really not relevant, but only in Palm Springs right now. I mean, maybe, you know, your people from where you came. I mean, yeah, here and there, but, scatter, but... But not like on Gina, where she was sort of on national That's TV. That's why I mean, the pressure's way more uh, exactly, for that. Exactly. But... I mean, no disrespect to you. But you're well. It's just enough for me in this town to be like, oh god. Well, and you've got your fan club and every and everything, and people are, you know, those stupid fans. I just I, gotta stick to my laurels and what I do. Just not try to be anybody else. Because what I get is that people like that I do that, that I don't script, and I just. 
make some motherfucking noise that you love to say that <laughs> think oh god here we go again just do it and so uh, to go full circle of what we started talking about in the text message she oh that's Facebook, right. exactly what she meant because she didn't say it in the facebook message but she said it offline to other people so in reading my best friends who yeah. happen to be my business yeah. partners as exactly. well <laughs> exactly so she so, might as well have just said it to me. That's right. So can we stop talking about you for a second and then I can sort of launch into my new segment, Live to Tell? Nope, time's up. <laughs> Actually, we're signing off for right now. Happy New Year. Until next time. And hope you enjoyed this podcast of Beauty and the Shrink. And we'll catch you in two weeks. Stay tuned. Run and 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 run